You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, it's happened again. Uh, Overnight, another mass shooting. This time at a bar in Thousand Oaks, California. It looks like so far, right now the death toll uh, stands at 13. That, that includes the gunman. So he killed 12 people and then apparently himself. Uh, they don't, they haven't released any information about the shooter except that he's dead. Uh, they're looking into, according to the deputy on the, on, uh, on the scene who gave the press conference, they're looking into all possibilities, including terrorism, but they, he made it clear that there's no reason to believe that. They're just not discounting anything at this particular point. So the shooter stormed the borderline bar and grill wearing a black trench coat armed with a pistol equipped with an extended magazine and smoke grenades and just started shooting people as young as 18. So a uh, Ventura County deputy sheriff burst in and he immediately was hit. With multiple shots, and he died later later at the hospital. Uh, killed the um, the doorman on the way in, and then uh, several people on the dance floor inside. There was they said there was probably two hundred people inside the bar at the time. So thirteen dead, and maybe another twelve or so injured and taken to local hospitals. But. Um, Information is pretty sketch, sketchy at this at this point, pretty sparse. So we will uh, continue to monitor that. And obviously, as the day goes on, you're you're going to hear nothing but politicizing this thing again, rather than you know dealing with the the victims and their families. And you're just gonna you're you're going to hear the loud crescendo again about uh, about taking guns out of the hands of people. I mean, it was a huge discussion in the. Uh, in the race for Georgia governor, Stacey Abrams wants to take, wants to actually confiscate guns from people. And uh, she apparently has lost that election, fortunately, but she's not conceding. Still has not conceded. Hmm. She's, uh, she's looking for her way forward. She wants a do-over. <laughs> does, the, does Georgia law call for the ability to have a do-over if you don't like the election result? Because that's... Interesting. If it if it does, yeah, I don't I don't like that. I'm not going to accept that. Let's uh, let's have a do over on December fourth. Yeah, it's like a mulligan election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't like the way this one turned out. Let me just try one more time. Okay, let's we'll do. I'll tell you what, we'll do best two out of three. Oh, and then if I don't like those results, we'll do best three out of four. It's like the World Series of elections. Yeah, kind of. Hmm. So maybe we'll take it to a best of seven series best eventually. Seven? I, I don't know. Uh, Jeez, I tell you, man, this world. It's just, it's incredible. She's the one who, remember, we're going to have the conversation. Jake Tapper tried desperately to pin her down on, okay, you co-authored a bill. And the person who co-authored the bill with you said, it is about confiscating guns. 
So is that what you're trying to have happen here? Well, just to be clear, you were one of six co-sponsors of this bill, House Bill 731, introduced January 11, 2016, not that long ago. Your co-sponsor told reporters the law, quote, would require gun owners of these particular models to turn their guns in. And again, my, my point again, is this. The her, legislation her introduced this. was mm-hmm. the beginning of a conversation. Wait, I am absolutely certain that with, were we to pass this in Georgia, mm-hmm. we would have a conversation about grandfathering in. Okay, so she's absolutely certain if we were to pass the bill, we'd have a conversation. I'm sorry, we already had that conversation. Again, like um, 1780. Six and 87 when they were crafting the Constitution. That's when we had that conversation about confiscating guns from Americans. So that conversation's over. We had that one. Okay? Might, might it be time to have a conversation about her stepping aside and moving on with I think it life. is time. Let's start mm-hmm. that conversation. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. About whether or not people would turn their, their guns in, whether there would be buybacks. There are a number uh-huh. of approaches to take. A number- fundamental responsibility. Okay, so you can either turn them in. Or we can buy them back. Uh, that you know that we we'll, we can talk about those things. Yeah. Either way, we're coming for them. <laughs> either way, that's the bottom line. You're here. not going to have your weapon. Okay. Oh my gosh. So you can either turn it in voluntarily, or we can buy it back. Or if you won't do either of those things, we'll talk about showing up door to door and just <clears throat> removing you from your home, placing you in prison, and taking your guns at the same time. How did she get a vote? I, I don't know. In my home state, I don't know. I'm so disappointed. Is common sense gun safety legislation and well, just to be oh common common sense it's just common sense gun legislation that's all common sense now confiscation of guns is common sense mm. um no pumpkin no it, no it isn't clear though I'm just trying to understand so you yes. you don't support the actual legislation you just support this. having a conversation about it <laughs> no what I've said is no what she's said is yeah. Uh, another Obama trick that they've learned really well. He did that all the time. People would ask him a direct question like that that he didn't want to answer. No, what I have said in the past is, well, I don't care what you've said in the past. What are you saying right now? I'm, I'm talking to you right now. We're currently having a conversation. So now what I have said is legislation in the state legislature is about starting the conversation. Okay. So it's not about having the conversation. It's about starting the conversation. You got it. Yep. See, we've been wrong this whole now? time. We yeah. thought we thought she wanted, wanted to, to have, have a conversation. No, she just wants to start it because he just asked her. So uh-huh. you don't want the legislation. You just want the converse. You want to have the conversation. Yeah. No. Nope. What I said nope. is, I want to start the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it's like oh, I want to okay. light the match and toss it uh-huh. under the kerosene and then walk away. Yeah, I'm just going to start guys, it. You guys have it. Somebody I'm else finishes it. it up. I I don't know. That's All I know is this ends in common sense legislation where we confiscate your guns okay that's all I very few pieces of legislation are introduced and come out the same way they go in that's the mm-hmm. process of making the law no my mission in 2016 was to be a part of the conversation oh, oh, <laughs> so, this conversation thing is wow that's amazing so our thing is just to start the conversation mm-hmm. not to have the conversation not to confiscate the guns we're just going to start a conversation so i didn't realize uh, back in uh, uh, Schoolhouse Rock, that that was the process of a bill, was the conversation piece. I, I don't remember that part of the song, you know? I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. I'm starting a conversation. Did I just forget that part? Or uh... I think it was a B-side version. Okay. So, But yeah, you huh. got it. Yeah, maybe huh. it's the extended Schoolhouse Rock version. I, I, I don't know. 
Interesting, so, though. Man, hmm. this... Uh, and she will not step aside. She will not step aside. And um, She's not done. Uh, she wants a do-over, and so... <laughs> threatened to sue over this or something. I don't know. Yes, yeah, she is. What is happening? Yeah. Uh, it's such a weird... Wow, we're in a weird place right How now. How old is she? Is she from this... Uh, she She's from the Snowflake generation. She's 44 years old. Yep. That. Oh, Just right on that. the cusp. She's from um, Madison, Wisconsin. Congratulations, Georgia. Wow. What are you doing? I wonder how long she's even lived in Georgia. Ah, let's see here. Huh. <clears throat> now, for his part, uh, Secretary of State Brian Kemp has already declared victory. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm putting together my team right now. Moving on. With we're, we're doing the transition. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, <laughs> I'm going into the governor's office. Okay? <laughs> so he's announced the plans already to begin the transition to the new administration, and that starts today. Uh, as she continues to uh, talk about lawsuits and recounts and a do-over. Like a, a, a do-over election on December 4th is what she wants. But she's even picked out a day? <clears throat> yeah, December 4th what? for the do-over. Um, um, uh, she said uh, <clears throat> she's tantalizingly close, so she exhorted her supporters to brace for a do-over. A month-long campaign leading to a December 4th runoff election. Go away. I- what? How? What? Just so you know, um, she may have been born in Madison, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but uh, she went to school at Spelman College, University of Texas at Austin, uh-huh, oh, geez. and Yale, was first elected to the state mm. house in Georgia in 2006, so I don't know her time in between there, okay. but uh, boy. Um, wh- what is the margin right now? Do we know? Um, I'm going to find out, because it keeps getting smaller. Surprise, right? Um, so we're at... Uh, it's like 50.3 to 48.7. So, so. 63,000 votes there. Difference. It's right? pr- I mean, that is close. Yeah, that's close. It's close. If there's a recount, that's different than a do-over, Stacy. But she's actually looking for the for the do-over. do-over. And I, I don't know if Georgia law calls for... Maybe if, you, if she can get him under 50%, they have a runoff. Is that what it is? Maybe you have to have at least 50% of the vote. He's there. He's at 50.3. Mm-hmm. So it should be over. But I think she wants to recount to try to get him under that. <clears throat> and then maybe that can spark the do-over election. I don't, I don't know. She just. I, I think she's from a generation that just doesn't know how to lose. Yeah. And yeah. I've been given everything. Come on. What do you mean? That's really... Uh, I mean, that has served America well. That That whole thing of... Uh, nobody can lose. Nobody can have any kind of disappointment in life. We're just going to do participation trophies, and we're going to give out participation balls, not MVP balls. We're going to uh, make sure that everybody's happy at the end of the game, so everybody's at 0-0 at the end of the game. Now, maybe you should have, I don't know, taught them how to handle disappointment because there's going to be disappointment in their life. And this might be a good time to start teaching that. So here's the thing. Yeah. The votes have to be certified by Georgia's Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? That is uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it easier now. Come That's on. Brian Kemp. <laughs> That's kind of funny. No, it is kind of funny. <laughs> so will he certify himself? I don't know. By November 20th, he has to. Okay. Uh, so by November 20th, he decides whether or not the election results are permanent. Now, if he's under 50%, does that does that trigger a runoff? That I don't see yet. I'm sure everyone out there listening knows in Georgia. Yeah, if somebody in Georgia knows, I'd love to I'd love to hear because Yeah, if counting or recounting, so let's see. 
Uh, if he gets oh, here it is. Yes, he yeah. needs fifty percent plus one. Start over again. He needs fifty percent plus one to avoid a runoff. So that's what I thought. He, so that, she's trying to get him counted mm-hmm. under fifty point three, yeah. which is where he is now. So that libertarian taking the uh, thirty-seven thousand votes could end up being key. But again, it's not like it's fifty point one. It's fifty point three. I mean, it's like actually it started out fifty point five though. Mm-hmm. And then they early in the afternoon, the percentage dropped to 50.4, and then 50.36, and by the end of the day, 50.33. So it is going down a little bit somehow. I don't... I guess they're trying to count all the absentee ballots, and that's watering down his number. And that's fine. So you got to do that. Yeah, you have to do that. Everybody's vote should be counted. But she's... So she's hopeful, I think, that... He'll get down below 50%, but, and then there is a do-over. But here's my question that I, I'm sorry that I just not have not seen the answer to this, is how many votes are left to be counted? Like, I can't find I don't know. Yeah, I don't see that. Um, I don't see that, but he's, see, to avoid, he 13, he's 13,071 votes ahead of a runoff. There's no, hopefully there's no way that he can lose 13,000 votes in this amount of time. But it is 2018. It is. So anything can happen. We know that. Yes. <laughs> we do know that. And because it's so unlikely, it'll probably happen. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a runoff. And then she'll win 70 to 30% or something. Because people want to have that conversation. They don't want to have the conversation, but yeah. they want to start the conversation. There you, go. there you go. So we need to start that conversation about <laughs> confiscating guns in Georgia. Let's start that conversation. Should we? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What a world. Every day, it's like, wow, can this get any weirder or more ridiculous or more insane? And then, you know, five minutes. You don't even have to wait till the next day. It does. Five minutes later. Uh-huh. Yes, it's weirder. It's more bizarre. It's more incomprehensible than it was just five minutes ago. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to America. And, you know, and, and I, I know you'll get to these clips later, but I remember the most fireworks that I ever saw at a presidential press conference um, before Obama came along with his smarmy self, was I remember George Bush, George W. Bush, right after he won the election in 2004, some reporter said something, and, and Bush said, um, uh, I, that's Mr. President, as in, call me Mr. President. That was like, whoa, oh my gosh, that registered on the Richter scale, you know, for a presidential press conference. Mm-hmm. And that was exciting as it ever was um, <laughs> until recently. Mm-hmm. Boy, yesterday mm-hmm. was... That was some good eating right there. Good entertainment there with Trump and Acosta and everything. I mean, I think yesterday was literally the reason Philo Farnsworth invented the television was for yesterday's presidential press conference with Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, we'll show some of those highlights uh, coming up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's only uh, early November, but it's not too early to start thinking about gifts for that special somebody in your life for Christmas. And not just any gift, but something they can really use and something that might even eventually save their life. This year, you could be the coolest relative, the coolest friend, the best Santa on the planet when you give the gift of iTarget Pro. So great. This is revolutionized dry fire training. So you can train right in your own home where, heaven forbid, if anything does happen, that's probably where something would go wrong and probably in the middle of the night. So you can practice at home where you would most likely use your weapon if you had to. Um. It uses your smartphone and their app, and it tracks a caliber-specific laser, fits into your gun, and 
it's it's the laser instead of a bullet, and that detects when you when you fire, it detects where your shots land on the target. Really cool system. And no ammo is involved, so you don't have to buy a bunch of ammunition, spend all that money. You don't have to pay the range fees. Go to the letter I, then targetpro.com. Check out the video. Choose your caliber and download the app so that you're all set when your system arrives. Right now, you'll also save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and take your skill to the next level safely and effectively and in a really fun way at home. It's iTargetPro.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, you know, as you watch uh, Stacey Abrams not accept the results of the election, I'm kind of surprised actually that Beto sort of just accepted things and faded off calmly into the into the night. Hmm. And I and I think it's because he knows he'll live to fight again in 2020. That's uh, that's what I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to. He says he's not going to run for president in 2020, but you know he is. You know he is. Uh, and I noticed that a lot of his uh, supporters from around the country are now blaming Beyonce for his loss. Beyonce apparently didn't endorse him until just a few hours before the polls closed on Election Day. Huh. And so they're all pissed off at her. She uh, finally posted a photo on Instagram of herself dressed all in black, wearing a matching Beto for Senate cap. And she... Uh, she posted, uh, we can't voice our frustrations and complain about what's wrong with, without voting and exercising our power to make it right. We need you. That's what she told her, 119 million followers. Mm. Uh, but a lot of people uh, were upset because, uh, as one of them wrote, you have such a huge influential, influential voice and you wait until election day to post this? Beto needed you sooner. Maybe you could have actually made a difference. <laughs> If people were waiting to find out who Beyonce yeah. was going to vote for before they went out and voted, yeah. uh, we're the country's over. Just turn it off. Just shut it off. No, you remember me. Somebody hit the fl- is the switch and roll up the sidewalks and let's let's call it a, a life. Wait, 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 wait. On Tuesday, I was sitting right here. Remember after the show, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Hey, have you voted yet?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm going to nah. do it." But I'm waiting. I'm sitting here. I was just. You remember this? I was mm-hmm. on Beyonce's Instagram page. I just kept just refreshing, refresh, refresh. I'm like, "Come yeah, on, she's tell still me who to vote for." And then, what did you vote for before you voted? You voted before she's tweeted out or I guess posted I on wait. Instagram. No, I waited. I sat oh, you did wait all day and waited. Oh, okay, good. I was just monitoring the Instagram account so of Beyonce Knowles to make sure that you it, did get out and vote for Beto. Then when she told you to, I'm not telling you who oh, I voted okay. for. All right, yeah, that's a nice try. You're right as an American. So yeah, start yeah. the conversation, Pat. Uh, somebody else tweeted out, "LOL, these posts a week ago could have made the difference in young voters." <laughs> Yeah, well, they, sadly, they probably could have, and thank heaven they didn't. Another commented, you came out literally two hours before elections were over. Why didn't you use your influence months ago? Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe she was waiting for the mail. Maybe the Beto cap she ordered never got there in time, and then finally it showed up in the mail on Tuesday. She's like, oh, oh I got a chance to get this in. Another livid fan wrote, I blame Beyonce for this. Homegirl couldn't tweet a day earlier? Hashtag seriously. Hashtag fix it, Jesus. Fix, hash, wait, <laughs> hashtag fix it, Jesus? Yeah. yeah. You want, I guess they want Jesus to fix it. 
Oh, well, we've got plenty. Give me, uh, he did. A long he, list. he helped us avoid Beto O'Rourke. He did fix it. Fix it, Jesus. Uh, but others absolved uh, her. Uh, one of them wrote, Beto did not lose because of Beyonce. Log out and put your phone down. Thanks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there is some sanity, even on social media. That's good. I'm happy to see that. But man, how do young people vote if they don't know what Beyonce is going to do? <clears throat> she could have made all the difference. Maybe that's why the lines were so long late Tuesday night, you know? It's like people have been sitting around their computers waiting to see what Beyonce was going right. to say. Just like you, kept hitting refresh. Yep, yep. She a, could have told me who she's going to vote for. Come on. A big crush right right at the end. <laughs> it's like, oh, Beyonce, you saw, yeah, Beyonce. I saw that too. Yep, that's why I'm here. And then, uh, so maybe you just, you take your your phone to the poll and so that you're there in case she only tweets in the last five minutes. I didn't think of that. And then you run right inside and vote. You could have just gotten to the head of the line and just wave people through. Wait, hang on. Uh You can keep going. I'm waiting. Still waiting for Beyonce. What are you doing? Going in there already. She hasn't said yet. She hasn't told us. Wait, where are you going? Refresh. Have you, did you hear something from Beyonce and I didn't? Did she text you? Did she, did she message you privately? (laughs) I got it. I got it. I can vote now. Okay. Can I have my sticker? I want my sticker. <laughs> so ridiculous. What a... We're, we're done. Uh, we're done, man. I mean, it's... Seriously. It, you just can't believe this is a, a reality in life. You just can't believe it's actually happening. <laughs> uh, midterm election ratings were kind of interesting. Um, of course, they, they had ratings for every network uh, that was nonstop coverage. And who do you suppose was number one between NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and CBS? Uh, Fox News. Far and away. Fox News, by a lot. By almost 2 million people. Um, Fox, 7.7 million. NBC, 5.6. Wow. No, it's two. Yeah, it's it's over 2 million. What do you mean almost? More than 2 million people. Um, So Fox beat NBC was number two. Then ABC, CNN was fourth. MSNBC, and then CBS. Wow. MSNBC beat CBS. A network. Like wow. a, like an over-the-air network. <laughs> That's really something. Because, I mean, years ago that was just inconceivable, and now, of course, it, ha- it happens all the time. But I, w- I will say one area in CBS, I don't know, defense, but just if uh, on Roku, there's actually like a CBS News app, and it just mm-hmm. constantly loops. Mm-hmm. It's got live stuff. I think they do a good job on that, but obviously it doesn't count when it comes to ratings. No. But, uh, man, that is a, yeah, that the, is a sea change right Landscape there. has changed a lot. I mean, for cable news to beat network news, and they do it all the time now, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a new world. Well, even more shocking isn't that cable news beat network news. It's that MSNBC beat network news. Yes, that's true. <laughs> very, very true. Yeah, I mean, I guess by now we kind of come to expect Fox... Yeah. <clears throat> beating some of the network uh, uh, news channels. But yeah, not not MSNBC. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, so President Trump had a, I believe it was a 90-minute press conference yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, now he's accused of, of uh, trying to suppress the press um, because he took the credentials away from Jim Acosta. <clears throat> he took 68... 68- Questions 
from 35 different reporters. Tell, tell me when Barack Obama ever did yeah, that. That's that's suppression of the press. That's suppression. Right yeah. I he doesn't he doesn't share anything with anybody, boy. This guy is all mm. buttoned up. You can't hear a word out of him. <laughs> I mean, okay. But things got a little testy. Anyway, here's he's talking about the Republicans oh. who lost. Oh, so on the other hand, you had some that decided to let's stay away. Let's stay away. They did very poorly. I'm not sure that I should be happy or sad, but I feel just fine about it. Carlos Cubella, Mike Kaufman. Too bad, Mike. Mia Love. I saw Mia Love. She'd call me all the time to help her with a hostage situation. Being held hostage in Venezuela. Uh, but Mia Love gave me no love. What? And she lost. Okay. P- Too bad. Pause it Sorry for a second. Sorry about that, Mia. Wasn't, isn't Mia kind of a uh, Trumpolite? Isn't, yeah, 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 yeah. She's pretty Trumptastic, isn't she? Let me find out what this Mia Love thing is. Because is he? Is he's, he's actually that, calling out people. Oh yeah, yeah. He went who to a didn't list. want him to come campaign for him. That's what he's doing here. Yep. He's naming them by name at the press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just dancing on their graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's crazy. That come on now. That's uh, oh yeah. That's crazy. It was. What are you doing? A riot. But it's, it's pathetic. I mean, I, it shouldn't be funny. But it's what it's, we're at now. <clears throat> wow. What a weird he's <clears throat> what a weird presidential moment. He's Trump. What yes. But, he is definitely Trump. But uh, so is he saying that she wanted help with a uh the, the hostage situation in Venezuela refers <clears throat> to the imprisonment and eventual release of Josh Holt, a Utah man who was arrested after traveling to Venezuela to marry his wife. Okay. So is he saying I didn't help you because uh I I didn't help this guy, this American, mm-hmm. get out of Venezuela because I don't like Mia Love and she's the one asking me to do it. Is that I don't know. That I can't swear. be what he's saying, it, can it? That's what I felt like. Because that would be bad. That mm. would seem bad. <laughs> just really... And now he doesn't know whether he should be happy or sad about it, but he's fine with it. You're Wait, you're a Republican president. You're fine that all these Republicans lost. He would rather lose... I, I, yeah. I mean this sincerely. He would rather lose control of the House for Republicans than, than to have them... People that Not, rejected him yeah. go and win. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, there's... There's more. Uh, but Mia Love gave me no love. And she lost. Too bad. Sorry about that, Mia. And Barbara Comstock was another one. I mean, I think she could have won that race, but she didn't want to have any embrace. For that, I don't blame her. But she, uh, she lost, substantially lost. Uh, Peter Roskam. Didn't want the embrace. Eric Paulson didn't want the embrace. <laughs> and in New Jersey, I think he could have done well, but it didn't work out too good. Bob Eugen, I feel badly because I think that's something that could have been won. That's a race that could have been won. Mm-hmm. John Faso, those are some of the people that, you know, decided for their own reason not to embrace uh, whether it's me or what we stand for, but what we stand for. Uh, meant a lot to uh, most people. (laughs) That's uh, dumbfounding. (laughs) That's dumbfounding. I've never seen 
anything like it. And we have so much more coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. That's just a minute 35. This thing <laughs> went on for 90 minutes. Now, we obviously, obviously, we're not going to play all of it. But there's a lot there. There's a lot of good eating in that in that uh, press conference. What a weird situation. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> so the Republicans who didn't beg him to come and campaign for them. Yeah, too bad. Uh, all are yeah. You got what you deserved because you you didn't you didn't want the warm embrace of Trump. Well, uh, okay, uh, maybe he didn't do well in their district, or maybe they don't share the same principles and values as he does and so they thought it might be hypocritical to have him come help him or i don't know what the you know their their driving force was i don't know what their motivation was (laughs) but what a weird thing for the president to stand up and taunt all of them for having lost because they didn't want him to come campaign for him holy cow that's amazing stuff yeah that's amazing good times and there's more. Yeah, there's there's a lot more. And then we get into the Jim Acosta stuff as well, um, which is started. incredible. Uh, also, Antifa, Antifa played a uh, – they showed up last night at uh, somebody's home. We'll, we'll tell you about that. that yeah, I mean, things are just getting out of control. Um, and I guess the left is okay with it. If things spiral out of control, so be it. They, I don't think they mind. 888 this portion of Pat Gray Unleashed. Brought to you by My Patriot Supply. When emergencies strike, your first impulse, impulse is to go out and get prepared, but then by then it's you know too late. You go to the grocery store and the shel- shelves are empty. Um, so in order to avoid that, while things are calm, like maybe right now, then you just you you make your plan with My Patriot Supply. This is how I prepared, and it's just fantastic food. It's high quality. It stores for twenty five years. It tastes really good. It stores easily. And it's great to have that peace of mind. Two-week food kit right now comes in a rugged tote. And this week, it's only $75 when you go to my special website, preparewithpat.com. Go to preparewithpat.com or call 888-411-5293. 888-411-5293. Order now at preparewithpat.com. Then have that peace of mind and rest easy. Still trying to make sense of the uh, Trump gloating over the Republican losses, the Repu- Republicans who didn't embrace him or uh, and have him come campaign for him. Uh, hmm. And the Mia Love thing is very, very strange because he said there was a hostage. And so in Venezuela... And uh, so, Mia Love showed me no love. First of all, he talks in fragmented sentences, and so you don't know what he's talking about (laughs) half the time. But so, was the hostage situation, I don't remember this very well. Was there a hostage situation from a Utah that she asked him to intervene with and he didn't? So then she didn't have him come campaign campaign for her? Is that what happened? And and he's referencing that? I... (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't the, know. the man very, very strange. separate anything. Very strange. I, I, everything becomes <clears throat> um, a vendetta. I, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But have you ever seen? Has anybody ever seen anything like this? Where the president of the United States 
starts going over the people in his party who lost and basically saying they lost because they didn't ask me to come campaign for him, so they had it coming to him. Wow. <laughs> okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh is it Bertine in Iowa? You're on the blaze. Brittany? Brittany. Okay. Um Okay, so uh, two things I kind of wanted to hit on you on. One, um, I don't hear a lot about Iowa. I know we're kind of a small puddle in a pretty big pond um, as far as what our effects are on the whole nation. But Mm -hmm. um, it did go pretty much solid blue other than our governor and Steve King um, the other night. Um, I'm in the first district, so we we lost Rod Blum, which granted he wasn't a big name, but I thought he was doing pretty good. But we got Mm -hmm. a... A little child in there now. She's 29 and doesn't seem to know a wow. whole lot more than like Ocasio Cortez. I mean, she thinks she's going to overturn the uh, Chapter 20 uh, state employee. I had it in my head. Sorry, the uh, bargaining tool. She said that in her acceptance speech, she was going to turn that back over. I'm not sure exactly how she planned on doing that, but um, the other part I wanted to ask you about is um, I've been hearing some talk about this whole um, Beto spending all that money down in Texas, it was not necessarily for him to win, but more for basically the left to basically buy their way into Texas and slowly turn it blue for the bigger elections, kind of like they did California and Colorado. I didn't know if you Mm -hmm. thought there might be any truth to that or, I mean, obviously they're not afraid to spend money and move people to start influencing people and talking Mm -hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in fact, I appreciate the call. Thanks, uh, Brittany. In fact, he's kind of said pretty much the same thing, that he wasn't going to share this money with anybody outside the state because it was it was for Texas. And so they're going to use it for that. And I took that to mean initially during his campaign that he was going to use it all himself. But I think I think part of the plan is to use some of that money to uh, give Democrats a foothold here. And he's got 80 million now. Now they're saying it's not 60 million. It's not even 70 million. He raised $80 million for this campaign. Wow. Now, I, I think they spent the vast majority of that. So I don't even know how much they have left over if they want to spend it for anything else. But, uh, yeah, the Democrats definitely, desperately want to turn Texas blue. It's a blue wave. It's a blue wave. Fortunately, it didn't happen. The blue wave didn't happen. I mean, yes, they made some serious inroads and they took over the house, but what they were really counting on was Beto. Yeah. They really wanted Beto. There's definitely some blue food coloring in the water, though. Definitely. Yeah. And it it hurts and it tastes bad. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. There was more from the uh, from the Trump press conference. He was talking about Vice President uh, Pence for a while. Here's what he had to say. A lot of people are going to be rushing to Iowa, rushing to New Hampshire. You know that the Democrats are already looking ahead to 2020. Do you want to lock down your ticket right now, sir? Will the vice president be your running mate in 2020? Well, I haven't asked him, but I hope so. Where are you? Mike, will you be my running mate? Huh? Stand up, Mike, please. Raise your right hand. No, I'm all good. Will you? Thank you. Okay, good. The, the answer is yes. Okay. Thank you, sir. That was unexpected, but mm. I feel very fine. Great day. Great day. Interesting day, I'll tell you that. Interesting day. There you go. Interesting day. So, as the questions kept coming, he decided he he didn't like some of them. Uh, Here he is telling one of the reporters what he thought of his question. Yes, please, go ahead. 
Hi, Mr. President. Yemi Shelsender with PBS NewsHour. Um, on the campaign trail, you called yourself a nationalist. Some people saw that as emboldening white nationalists. Now people are also saying that the president. I don't know why you'd that say that. Pres- That's such a racist There question. are some people that say that no. now the mm-hmm. Republican Party is seen as supporting white nationalists oh, because of your rhetoric. What do you that. make of that? I don't believe it. I just, well, I don't know. Why do I have my highest poll numbers ever with African Americans? Why do I have among the highest poll numbers with African Americans? I mean, why do I have my highest poll numbers? That's such a racist question. Honestly, I mean, I know you have it written down and you're going to tell me. Let me tell you, that's a racist question. And Mr. Uh, President, I love ask- You know what the word is? I love our country. Mm, that's not a word. That's a, it's a sentence. It's four words. But, um, <laughs> can, I, can I just say that mm-hmm. it's an interesting press conference, Yeah, frankly. It's fascinating. Fascinating. There's, there's going to be some mm. common ground found with, with, with the left. Um, when it comes to the environment. And he did say that. That's the one thing he did say that when they said, hey, where can you find some common ground? And uh, you be ready because he said that, um, well, he said, quote, air and water has to be perfect, end quote. And so um, if the Democrats in the House come up with something to make air and water perfect, he might sign it. <laughs> be prepared. Uh, I mean, I'm prepared for just about anything uh, from this from this administration because he's he's unpredictable you know he's kind of unpredictable at times triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh also jeff flake came up during the discussion oh boy uh here's that portion regarding all the retirements in the house regarding all the retirements in the house mr president very quickly you 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 suggested that who's retiring you said that many of the retirements that happened in the house made it very difficult that made it very difficult for you in this election cycle and that it was because they were chairmen that were chairmanships that were vacated but jeff flake wasn't a chairman of a committee and paul ryan also retired the cycle so why do you think that is whose fault is it that there were jeff flake's case it's me pure and simple I retired him. I'm very proud of it. I did the country a great service. Go ahead. Give him a... Give him a. <laughs> that, that was kind of funny, actually. Yeah, that one was yeah, it's great. Uh, Jeff Flake retired me. That's me. Yeah, that's I funny. retired him. I'm very proud of that. It's a great service to the country. Give him the microphone. Uh, and it's true. Yeah. That is service to the country. Thank you for, uh-huh. for that, Mr. President, because Jeff Flake turned out to be just that, a flake. He was terrible. He was terrible. And he started out a Tea Party candidate. If you remember correctly, back in 08 or 09, uh, when he was running, he was a really good candidate at first. We had high hopes for Jeff Lake, and they went up in flames. Then comes the uh, Jim Acosta stuff. Here's the first part of that between uh, Acosta and the president. If I may ask Peter, one other ahead. question, are you worried? That's enough. That's Mr. enough. President, I, well, that's I was enough. going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. President, me. that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question, if I may ask, on, on the Russia investigation. Hold on. That's not the one. Let's that's, let's do a Costa versus Trump one. Let's go in order here. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I wanted to challenge you on, on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign. Uh, in, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That, well, if Let's you don't go. mind, Let's Mr. Go. President, that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, well, I, Mr. President, I consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. I it. Why, why, did you, why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you mm. demonized immigrants 
in not this election no, to try to keep them. I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in, Jim, through a process. Thank you. I want it to be a process. And mm -hmm. I want people to come in, and we need right. the people. Your you know, campaign. Wait, your campaign. Wait, wait. You know why we need the people, don't you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Yes. Uh, okay. So Acosta considers it not an invasion. And I guess because Jim Acosta considers it, yeah, it yeah, isn't yeah. one. Yeah. It isn't one. Same with Shepard Smith and, and, and all these egomaniacs who believe that they're the be-all and end-all about what everything is and the way things should be. And if you consider it an invasion when 8,000 people are headed to your country all at once and they're going to come in here regardless of whether you want them in or not, then you're a racist. If you consider that an invasion. Well, I'm sorry. That's not a normal part of the migratory process. It's just it's not part of normal immigration. Something is wrong there. And when you're telling them, hey, you can't come here this way. We're not going to allow it. It will not happen. And they tell you we're coming anyway. And you have no choice. That is an invasion. Whether Jim Acosta thinks it is or not. And then they went through the, uh, you know, the little back and forth with you. Well, here's here's part three. Mm -mm. Is, or is this? We need to go to the next one. Yeah. They were just, number two. That was number one. Your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. Well, that's true. It poor, it, but they it, weren't actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Well, no, it's true. Do you think they were actors? They weren't actors. They didn't come from Hollywood. Right. These, were, these were people. This was an actual, you know, it happened a few days ago. And uh, they're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of miles you know away. They're coming that, here, stupid. Honestly, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I may okay, ask one enough. other question, Mr. President, if I may, if I may right, ask Peter, one other ahead. question, are you worried? Of, that's enough. That's Mr. enough. Mr. President, I, well, that's I was enough. going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. President, that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other question, if I may ask, on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that that you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the may have Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you That's enough. Put down the mic. <laughs> and I will say yeah. this. Mm -hmm. He was pretty tolerant of him at first. Mm -hmm. And he answered several questions. And Acosta is definitely uh, combative here. He's definitely trying to get him to, to say something wrong. He's definitely trying to goad the president into, into a confrontation. And, uh, and he tells him, okay, look, I've answered enough of your questions. Now sit down. And the, and the rude bastard just won't do it. Nope. He continued. He just keeps going. And so then finally, a White House intern comes up and tries to take the microphone from him. And we, I think we saw that a little bit at the beginning, but here, here's what happened then. If I may ask Peter, one other ahead. question, are you worried? Of, that's enough. That's Mr. enough. President, I, well, that's I was enough. going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse President, me. that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question, if I may ask, on, on the Russia investigation. Wow. I mean, that's... I mean, he put He's out of control. The, so the young lady reaches for the microphone at the president's um, request. Right. Doing her job, because she's right. running the mic from... So she's trying to take the mic and yep. give it to somebody else. He pulls it back with his right hand, mm -hmm. and then he takes his left hand... And not so subtly, karate chops, not, not, not fast, but mm -hmm. stern, you know, mm -hmm. it, 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 there was some power behind it to force her arm down away from the microphone. And uh, that's a hashtag me too, right? Is it not? <laughs> right? Is that not? Is it not? 
It would it be is if it today, was a, right? if, it, if it were a Fox reporter. Yeah, it would yeah. be a Me Too moment. Yeah, it would be. But it definitely was inappropriate. <clears throat> Completely inappropriate. And um, guy's a douchebag. He he. Then he he tweets out later that night when he, he tweets out wow. from the gate at the White House where they won't let him in because his uh, White House credentials have been revoked and they have him hand him over. So, Good, Jim Acosta. Good. Yep, he got what he deserves. Uh, he seriously, he deserves. He deserves to have his pass pulled. Cause, because when the president said, okay, look, that's enough. I, I'm going to go to somebody else. And he refuses. Uh, he just stands there and continues to badger him. Well, I'm sorry, but you can't take up everybody else's time. Mm-hmm. It's rude to your fellow. You don't care about your fellow uh, media personalities. Everybody else in that room wants to ask a question. And you've already asked three or four. Yeah. Sit down. Shut up. So then eventually, you know, Trump tries to go to the next question, and Acosta is still, I don't know if you want to see this clip, Pat, but Acosta's off mic, no, yeah, still let's see yelling that. at him. All right. Mr. Here. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? <laughs> Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, <laughs> terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts well, his Well, I'm not a big fan of, of yours either. So, I understand. Know, to be honest. So, right. let me, so let me ask you a question if I can. You repeatedly <laughs> you said... Are, you are the best. Mr. President, you repeatedly... Over the and course of... Just again. sit down, please. Oh, my gosh. Well, when, okay, you, when you report fake news... no. When you report fake news, which CNN does a lot, you are the enemy of the people. Go ahead. Mr. President. Wow. Just another day at the old White House. Good old USA. Wow. I'm not a huge fan of calling the media an enemy of the people. Yeah, I don't like that. But um, CNN has really gone an extra mile or a thousand, really. They're not the friend of the people. No, they're not. By any stretch. And they're certainly not. They're not uh, nonpartisan when it comes to this president. They are out to get him. Yes. Uh, they are trying to hurt him. And Jim Acosta was just trying to hurt him there. Jim Acosta. And Jim Acosta was being a rude douchebag. Mm-hmm. Sit down and shut up. And then one of his fellow uh, uh, media members helps him. And then he stands up and interrupts that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Wow. Wow. But that shows what what uh, Trump is up against, because even as he's saying, look, uh, you're rude. Uh, you're taking up other people's time that you shouldn't be taking up. And I'm going to go to another question. Even that the next person is also on board with Acosta because they hate Trump so much. Wow. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough. He's in a tough place. I will say that he is in a very, very difficult place. But I think he kind of likes it. And he, and he, oh, he, said he so. thrives in that environment. He said in the press conference yesterday mm-hmm. that he liked it. And he said, you know, and then I and then I took some time off from doing these things, you know, to see how that would go. And it didn't go well. So now I'm back to doing these. I mean, he was so open yesterday. It was so fun. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care. He'll just tell you. He'll just tell you. <laughs> you're you're a rude person. You're a, you're you're just not, you're a horrible. By the way, there's no A in the word horrible. You're a horrible person. Uh, 
<laughs> it just it's so fascinating to watch the president of the United States tell a member of the press uh, exactly what he thinks of him. Because yeah. I don't I don't remember a time when that's ever happened. Certainly, George W. Bush never did that. Uh, no, Barack Obama kind of took shots at Fox News all the time. All the time. Yeah, but even that was tame compared yeah, to this. Tame compared to this. Um, it, I was reading an article the other day how Jim Acosta has kind of become a celebrity at these Trump events. You know, like mm-hmm. people want their picture taken with him. They want they yeah. want their yeah, autograph yeah. with him. You know, it's just he's yeah. loving it. And he was he's loving. Oh, it. of course he is. Of course he. It's made him a, a household name, and nobody knew who he was before this. So yeah, he loves it too. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A few years ago, Glenn founded Real Estate Agents I Trust because uh, because of the experience he had with his house. When when you've had a bad experience trying to sell a house, uh, you know it's frustrating and it, it's, it saps your resources and it's stressful and you just don't need any of that. So you want to find a realtor who really knows the market, who really understands how to sell a home, when to sell the home, when to list it. All of the things like curb appeal and professional staging and when to list and what, what's happening with the marketplace and what will happen with the market in six months. Uh, what have the homes in the area sold for? All of those things. Plus, the realtors at realestateagentsitrust.com are also fans of the show. So you've got that in common and you're going to hit it off right away. Let us introduce you to the best agent in your area Real estate agents I trust. We've got 1,200 of the top agents across the country that are working to sell your home or help you buy one. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And it's Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Where Pildano Pasio tweets, uh, as far as Stacey Abrams and her conversation about uh, confiscation, mm-hmm. she meant she wants to start a confiscation, not a conversation. Oh. That would explain it. Gotcha. Smallmouth Bass Kurt, uh, I hate to say it, but the reason she was so close in Georgia has nothing to do with either side's policies. It's all about identity politics. Mm-hmm. Martian at Arms tweets, uh, if I had a nickel for every time I heard the word Beto, I'd be a rich man. If Beto ever found that out, I'd be poor again living in debtor's prison. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, also, uh, this is interesting, from Struggling Lumby. Uh, oh, yeah, we got a, we got me- memes. Uh, we're going around the internet yesterday on Twitter. Uh, Beto, Beto memes. Yeah. And just like that, it's a picture of... Uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, you see it there. That's right there. Uh, Forrest Gump. And just like that, Beto quit texting me. That's right. <laughs> now there's no more texting from okay. Beto's friends. Right. Uh, we also have this um, uh, Beto tweet from Roswell Roswell Alien. Mm-hmm. Hey there, Louisiana. <laughs> it's a My name Beto. is Beto. <laughs> and it's B-E-T-E-A-U-X. <laughs> <laughs> that, you can have him. That is priceless. Take him, Louisiana. We should please. do go G. E A U X go Beto uh, signs all over the place like now, it, like and it. just let Louisiana have him. Yeah, I, yeah, go for a it. A lot of folks were sending me a uh, knock knock joke. You want to play that? I was getting that on Twitter yesterday. Sure, what could be better than that? Yeah, yeah right. Mm. It's a Beto themed knock knock joke. You live for him, so pretend I'm Beto. Okay, knock knock. 
Who's there? Nacho. Go away, Nacho. No, How'd I do? You screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, I, do it again. Knock, knock. Who's there? Nacho. Nacho who? Nacho Senator. Get it? Nacho? Not your senator. Oh, when you have to uh, explain it, kind of. Yeah, it kind of ruins a little bit. Sort of it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's been some fun <laughs> stuff on Twitter, uh, mostly geared toward uh, Beto and. Uh, yeah, we have a, a better like a better luck next time Beto video for you. That it's so touching because it, it just reminds us, it takes us back down memory lane. <laughs> yes, some of those beautiful moments that will now, uh, of course, we cherish them. Yeah, and we will greatly miss these moments that we shared with Beto. Beto O'Rourke, he's running. It is close, which is scaring the Republican. Skateboard at Waterburger. Oh, his little song. B E T O. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then the dabbing. Little, yeah. <laughs> the music is just as good as the clips. <laughs> Look at what's going on here tonight. This is not a blue wave. This is not uh, a wave that is knocking out uh, all sorts of Republican incumbents. The Republican will beat the Democrat. Better O'Rourke. Ted Cruz will remain in the Senate for another six years. <laughs> oh, there's his mugshot! Beto's mugshot! Yes! Better luck next time. <laughs> That's a better hairstyle for him. Yeah. You should go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> the music is great. The food kills me, man. You know... You forgot just how awful a song My Heart Will Go On was. Uh, <laughs> I know. And then you get reminded like that. And, and a historic event <laughs> was ruined by a movie, man. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. ruined. Anyway, sorry. A lot of people a lot of people like Titanic. Oh, uh, did you they? not like Titanic? Not no? so much. Not so much. No. Huh, okay. Uh, 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, also, just to show how, th- how far things have gone. Uh, Antifa struck again last night at someone's house. Uh, mob attack at Tucker Carlson's home. Now, Tucker Carlson is uh, was at work at the time. You know, he was at Fox News doing his show. And this mob showed up at his house protesting. <laughs> is this okay to, to the left? If, if we start showing up, if people on the right start showing up, at left-wing people's homes in the middle of the night. Is that going to be something they welcome? Are they going to say, yeah, you know what? They're just exercising their constitutional right to protest, uh, to assemble. No, your home should be off limits. That's where your family lives. That's where your children live. You're going to show up and start scaring the crap out of his family, especially when he's not even there? Despicable. This is despicable. Uh, And there's... Of course, video of it, because th- these idiots are proud of what they do. Uh, here's Antifa at Tucker Tucker Carlson's house last night. So it's completely dark. They're out on the lawn. Holding signs. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson. And then the bull. Outside your home? Unbelievable. To protest and protest of fascism and racism. You come up Jeez. Yeah, Tucker Carlson stands for fascism and racism 
And transvestites dying in the street, apparently. Mm-hmm. What? policies Your policies promote hate. And we want you to know we know where you sleep at night. And then they go on to chant their silly ass song. If we can play that. We know where you sleep at night. Wow. That's okay, I guess. That's fine. Yeah, man. That's fine. Yeah. That's so democracy. We will fight. We know where you sleep at night. At night. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where his family sleeps too. Are you aware of that? That's okay that you're you don't care about his family. You don't care about it. and and his policies. What are you talking about? His policies are leading to. He's a talk show host. Mm. He hosts a show on TV. He's not making policy. Tucker Carlson has no power over any of the decisions that are made in Washington D.C. That's somebody else. What are you doing at Tucker Carlson's house? That is pathetic. These people are despicable. Absolutely despicable. And nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Just get away with it continually. So Tucker Carlson said, yeah, I called my wife. She had been in the kitchen alone getting ready to go to dinner, and she heard pounding on the door and Mm. screaming outside. Someone started throwing himself against the front door and actually cracked our front door. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. His wife, thinking it was a home invasion, locked herself in the pantry and called nine one one. Yeah, Carlson said uh, the okay. couple have four children. Thank God there were none home at the time. Yeah, thank goodness. Jeez. So did the police come and break up that little gathering? I hope. Arrest some people. I mean, you you threw yourself against his door so hard you cracked the door. Yeah, the police arrived within a this few minutes. This is not okay. <laughs> and they think it is. Why? Because he's he's a wealthy broadcaster, so you can do whatever you want to him. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I the guess. protesters blocked off both ends of his street, of his street uh, carried signs that listed his home address. Um, wow, that's called, scary stuff. Called him a racist scumbag, said you better leave town. Um, let's see. A woman is also heard in one of the deleted videos saying she wanted to bring a pipe bomb <laughs> to his house. Nice. Wow. And none of this will ever get out of control, right? Nothing bad will ever happen from one of these little events. They're showing up in the dark at night at somebody's house in their neighborhood. Cracking their front door. (laughs) I mean, it's getting more and more violent every time. We've got the Antifa protesters blocking off the street in Portland and beating that guy's car because he wouldn't turn left. Yeah. Yeah. Because they took over the street uh, without authorization. Certainly had no authority to do that. And they were directing traffic, and some guy said, no, I'm not going that way. I don't have to. But at least the police intervened there in Portland, right? Yeah, except for no. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I don't, I mean, are they going to accept responsibility when something really bad happens? First of all, if this happened, let's say this happened in Texas, and it's night, and you're at your house, and somebody's smashing into your door. Yep. You can get shot in the head, morons. I was thinking the same thing. That's the difference between Washington, D.C., where it happened, as yeah. opposed to. Yep. As opposed in Texas. to here, mm-hmm. where the Castle Doctrine, you're protecting yourself. I'm protecting my, myself and my house, and especially, I, I especially have that right at night. When it's dark, 
uh, you have some leeway in Texas to defend yourself. And so if somebody's throwing themselves at your door, you could just sh- you could conceivably shoot them thinking, well, they're trying to break into my house and kill me. And then and then what are you going to do? And then you're going to cry about uh, gun control. <laughs> That's yeah. what you're going to do. So I guess they win either way. It's really amazing. Really, really despicable and amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, if you're uh, just joining us, there was a, another mass shooting last night. This time at a bar in Thousand Oaks, California. Thirteen people were killed, including that includes a gunman. So, so twelve people were killed, and then apparently the gunman killed himself. And so they haven't released any of the de- details yet. We're c- going to continue to follow it, watch it. Um, we don't know uh, exactly who the shooter was yet. I don't. I don't think that's been released. Last I I saw, they have not released the name of the person or any motivation. So um, maybe as the day goes on, we'll we'll find out more information about that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Tyler in Utah, who knows why uh, the president took a shot at Mia Love. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Pat. Hey. Yep, go ahead. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, so uh, I think uh, Joshua Holt's the guy's name, and he was down in Venezuela in jail or prison. Okay. I think with Barack Obama was there when he was in there been trying to get him out. The president got him out, you know, and then Mia Love even went down, to the, I believe, to the White House and met him there and his family. And she ran the ads, you know, about how she got him out. That was her main thing that she was running her ads about at here in Utah. So I guess he felt a little burnt that she wouldn't want to, uh, so, you know. So Mia Love took credit for it when, when it was Trump that got him out? Is that is that part of the problem? That's part of the problem. I think the commercials kind of hinted that, you know. Yeah. She, kinda, she really didn't give Trump his due, and I'm huh. knowing, you know, he's been getting a lot of people out of these situations. Yeah, yeah. But Josh was just down there. I think he was a return missionary, and he married a girl from there. He got wrapped up in some stupid thing. But he's home safely now. Mm-hmm. That's good. What's that? But he's home yeah, safely. He yeah, that's it's two that's years good. down there. Um, okay. Uh, so how, even with all that, and the president doesn't show up to campaign for for her, how does a Democrat win that election in Utah? How does that happen? Uh, because it's the Utah fans that are in half of Mia Love's district. She has Utah County and Salt Lake County. Yeah. So the UU fans, of course, are idiots. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that about says it all, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, like, if you think about it, um, the way it kind of worked out is he, he ran himself as a middle-of-the-ground guy. I hate Nancy Pelosi kind of a thing. Yeah. And then his commercial said that, oh, he had a bunch of Republicans endorsing him and stuff like that. And Wow. I don't think she came back with a, a comeback very well. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Fight against that. All right, uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate the call, Tyler. <laughs> University of Utah fans. 
That's who's responsible for the Democrat <laughs> being elected in Utah now. you got to start remembering that. Just blame, <laughs> when elections don't go your way, just blame the, the fans of your biggest right. rival. The godless animals yeah. uh, on the other side of your rivalry. Nice. Love it. <laughs> all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh all right, we got the holidays on the way. Of course, Thanksgiving is what? It's it's on the twenty second this year. Yeah, earliest so, it could possibly be. Yeah. So it's gonna happen in what, three weeks from today? Is that where we're at? Uh, two weeks from Two what weeks from today? Is it? It's is it, two weeks from today. 15, 22. Yeah, two weeks. It's only two weeks Ooh, from today. Wow, is Thanksgiving. You gotta get your ridge zone right now. Get it now, because uh, you take it right before you eat. And what it does is speed up your metabolism and help you. Uh, it helps reduce your appetite, so you hopefully don't eat as much. Ridge zone took the good stuff in olive oil. It's the OEA molecule, and that's what boosts your metabolism and helps reduce appetite. So, for about a buck thirty nine a day, ridge zone can help you get through the holiday period, which is yeah so hard to get through without gaining a bunch of weight. And then you start all over every year, every January, and you're in the same place, you know, 10 or 15 pounds heavier. Order yours today at RidUZone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, RidUZone.com. call off their dogs they gotta they gotta get a rein in on this uh antifa group despicable group of people uh showing up at tucker carl i don't even like tucker tucker carlson um but he does not deserve a bunch of people protesting on his front lawn somebody slamming into his front door hard enough to crack the door uh using a bullhorn to sing and chant threats at his wife, who's home alone. Fortunately, the kids weren't there last night. Tucker was at work. I don't know if they know this. He he does a show on on Fox News, so he's he's not even there at night when when they were there. So, I mean, really despicable. And something really bad could happen to them or someone else if this if they don't rein it in. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know what is we. Haven't even gotten to the Jeff Sessions thing. Oh, yeah. Jeff Sessions resigned yesterday. Uh, someone asked him to. I can't imagine who. Huh. <laughs> who asked Jeff Sessions to resign? I, I don't know. Are you are you expecting me to answer that? Because I don't know that that's answerable. So we wrote, uh, dear Mr. President, at your... Oh, my goodness. It was the president himself who asked now, him. see who could have seen that. At your request, I'm submitting my resignation since the day... Since the day I was honored to be sworn in as Attorney General of the United States, I came to work at the Department of Justice every day, determined to to do my duty, serve my country. I've done so to the best of my ability, working to support the fundamental legal processes that are the foundation of justice. And with that, he is uh, out as Attorney General. Um, You know, this is something, obviously, that uh, President Trump has wanted, I think, since... Since the day he recused himself from the Russian investigation. And Jeff Sessions has endured so much vitriol over the last two years. Not just from Trump, 
but from his allies in talk radio, and I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. What has the guy done other than not do the bidding of Trump in every single... I mean, he thought it was his duty to recuse himself, so he did. He thought he was doing what he should do. <clears throat> you can debate whether or not it was necessary, but the guy was the very first U.S. senator to endorse Donald Trump at a time when the race was still very much in doubt. He could have gone with Cruz, mm-hmm. and he could have given the help to Cruz because that's what everybody thought he was going to do. Especially as a fellow senator. <clears throat> he was the first loyalist of Donald Trump, and yet he's vilified. I mean, he stuck his neck out. I, I think so. I, I think it's kind of sad, the treatment of, of uh, Jeff Sessions. I was disappointed with some of the things he's done because um, I, <clears throat> you know, I thought he was a little more solidly conservative than he turned out to be. Uh, but wow, the, I mean, he has gotten the raw end of the, of the deal. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we'll get to some of your tweets in a second. First, let's uh, go to Susan in New York. Hey, Susan, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Um, so, first of all, I've been listening to you guys for a long time and I'm a really big fan. Um, I just disagree this morning. Um, when I first saw the, you know, the, what happened with Jim Acosta, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the press conference. Yeah. I went to, I'm sorry. Like, and I, you know, I went to look at the video and like, I could hardly see when he even touched her, like, you know, and if the White House would have put up a release that, okay, um, we don't like his behavior. He's very unprofessional. We're taking away his press credentials. Fine. Yeah. But they made it about him touching her. Yeah. Which I think is just a little hypocritical because first of all, it wasn't like he attacked her. He pushed her hand away. It wasn't. I, I have three teenagers, and I showed them all the video, and they were all like, "What? What's the big deal?" Yeah, I. You know, so- I I think you're probably right as far as uh, touching her. He didn't. He didn't hit her. He didn't grab her in a uh, you know uh, inappropriate way. He just kind of pushed her arm down because she was trying to take the microphone from him. So yeah, <clears throat> I, I agree with you on that part. Um, appreciate the call, Susan. What I what I'm more concerned with, I think, is just the rudeness of uh, and the vitriol of Jim Acosta because he, he obviously hates this president's guts, and he will do and say pretty much anything he possibly can to disparage him. And he's always trying to get him at these press conferences. And Trump gave him the opportunity to ask multiple questions and then just wanted him to sit down and shut up and give somebody else a turn. And he wouldn't. <clears throat> he wouldn't. So to me, that's why he, they should pull his, his credentials because he's, he, he is a horrible person, as the president said. <clears throat> but again, there's no A in the word horrible. But Is there an A in the word terror? Terra? Yeah, it's, it's terror. Oh, there is. Uh-huh. Yeah. T-E-R-R-A. Terra. Thank you. James, uh, James Clapper there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jihad is not about Terra because Terra is a frame of mind. Okay. So, I, I don't know. The, the Acosta thing is difficult because I can't stand the guy. And um, it's interesting because he makes me want to defend this president at every turn. And that's what we've And I'm not really... Said, yeah. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> I want to defend the president when when I when I feel like he needs you know when he's done nothing wrong, but these people push you push it so hard, 
and go so far to the left and so far to the extreme that you just have to try to reel him back in and give the president a hand here, even though he doesn't necessarily need our help because he's pretty good at defending himself. Uh, but I, I think Jim Acosta got what he had coming to him. You can't say it's it's oppression of the press when the guy allows 68 questions at a press conference from 35 different reporters. And obviously, he's calling on CNN people that he doesn't like. He's calling on MSNBC reporters. He's not just going to Fox News and Wall Street Journal. He's going all over the board there. You can't claim that that guy has not been transparent with the press because he, he has been. Far more so than Barack Obama. Probably too transparent. Yeah, at times. probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, yeah, he errs on the side of too much transparency because he'll share a lot of feelings that maybe he shouldn't be sharing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, Brickhouse Nutrition was put together by a team of top physicians who then wanted to create a product. Uh, to enable you to be healthy without having to eat really icky food. I'm pretty sure that was their mission statement from the beginning. I, I mm-hmm. believe I'm paraphr- I'm not sure if that's the exact wording of it. Yeah, we're trying to save you from icky food, icky f- but it was something close to that. I think when you go to the Brickhouse Nutrition headquarters, I think on mm-hmm. the door there's like the little no sign. Yeah, and then behind no, it says icky, icky food. food. Mm-hmm. Right. So they created Field of Greens so you don't have to eat icky food. It's a superfood, and uh, it has a nutrition facts panel right on the side of the container because it is actual superfood. Things like kale, icky food, <laughs> Brussels sprouts, icky, icky food, f- icky food, green beans, icky food. Yeah, not the icky shuffle. No. Icky food. food. So one, f- one scoop of Field of Greens has all the icky food that you need except to taste good. You're... <laughs> And you don't get, because if you're like me, you don't eat that icky food. So (laughs) try this. You're going to love it. It's a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables every day for you. Just take one scoop, put it in a glass of water. You're all set. BrickhousePat.com. Use the offer code PAT to save 15% now. Offer code PAT, 15% at BrickhousePat.com. Weather together every nine minutes on the sevens. All day long today. All day long? All day. Wow. Yeah. 24 7. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Farmer Mikey tweets Keith, tell Pat the, that calling Acosta a douchebag, it's redundant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, from Millennial Falcon. I enjoy stand-up comedy, but I have quit watching it because politics is much more entertaining and humorous. Mm-hmm. It can also be quite aggravating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Madursky tweets, Beyonce let Florida down. She didn't tell us who to vote for. I had to resort to eeny, meeny, miny, mo to vote. Oh, that's, man. It's tragic. So irresponsible of her not to tell people in time. I mean, only the people who voted at the very last minute in Texas were were keyed into her incredible wisdom. Yeah. It's really sad. It's a, it's a tragic, tragic occurrence. Uh, Joseph Roberts, 
talking about the gloat fest of you know Beto not being elected. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's writing lyrics. Oh, please, people, don't don't try this at home. This Whoa. is very technical and uh, skill oriented. And this is Joseph you know? Roberts doing this. <clears throat> but Joseph Roberts is oh. doing this. He is trying it at home. Here we go. New lyrics for the song. I guess the Happy Day song. Mm-hmm. Jim Acosta's lost his past. Just well, let's try it. Let's see if it works. Yeah, let's see this. Yeah. Let's just let's just wing it and see. Put it if, to the test. Uh, see if he can do this. Okay. Because uh, again. It's not just any any Yahoo can <laughs> right put out these Happy Days songs. Jim uh, <laughs> Acosta has lost his best just because he is a pompous ass. He's just a bag full of hot gas. Yes, he is a pompous ass. All right, yeah, that well, worked. I nice guess, job, Joseph Roberts. I guess just any Yahoo can do it. Uh, I stand corrected. <laughs> Not that Joseph is a Yahoo. That's uh, that's great. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> uh, from one one thousand twenty fourth Martian flatulence. <laughs> that is the same. Coincidentally, same percentage as uh, Elizabeth huh. Warren is uh, Native American. That's Who amazing. Knew? Who knew? Huh. huh? I wonder if Martian flatulence knows how coincidental yeah. that is. First, Jeff Flake turns into a flake. Now, Jim Acosta. Is accosting interns. Hey, oh, who's naming these people? Kreskin? Yes. (laughs) A really important question. Uh, Thank you for that. And uh, from Ross at Mr. Rogers 715, (laughs) there seems to be a failed music major in every Antifa group. (laughs) We know where you sleep at night. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Wait, oh, I mean, it doesn't even fit into the beat. I mean, they (laughs) sucked on multiple levels. (laughs) Too many notes, my friends. Yeah. Too many notes. I mean, take take a lesson from Joseph Roberts. Right? On writing lyrics that fit with music. Exactly right. Mm. Apparently not just any Yahoo can write Antifa chants. So, again, that is so despicable. Yes. I, I don't know why... Somebody doesn't just say, hey, look, uh, that's too far. Don't be going to people's homes, okay? Aren't you, because aren't you then making it okay for the other side to say, well, if this is fair game, let's show them what it feels like. And then you got, you're going to spiral out of control. But I think that is what Antifa wants, right? I, I mean, think so. Oh, yeah, they want chaos. They want the chaos. Yeah, they, they want chaos. Want They're anarchists. To- mm-hmm. Chaos is what they live for. And they're, you know... They didn't get enough of it in this election, fortunately. They were trying to get you know, a lot of these uh, democratic socialists to get into office because that would create a ton of chaos. But they actually only succeeded in one. Um, the very young 29-year-old Miss Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And she got into office because she's so brilliant. You know, she's got... Brilliant, yeah. She's got these plans, and she has these policies that, you know, the common yahoos like you and me just can't comprehend. Now, she's tried to explain it to us any number of times. Trying. She's trying desperately to explain it, and it just won't get through our thick skulls. And really, it's so easy. What do you... (laughs) You just pay for it, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was talking to Trevor Noah a while ago. And what I do like uh, about this is that her proposals are so extreme, so radical, that even these left-wing supporters of hers ask her, okay, well, 
Yeah, that's great. But how do you pay for it? You know, because it was scored by uh, a, a liberal organization as costing $33.5 trillion over 10 years, I believe it was. So it's $3.3 trillion a year. Roughly what the U.S. budget is every year. So it'll just count. I mean, it'll just cost every dime we make. Don't worry about that. <laughs> just, just every dime in the budget goes to health care. Okay, well, and then we still have to pay for the college thing too, right? And then the guaranteed job income. Hmm. That hmm. doesn't seem to work, but okay. So even Trevor Noah asked her about it recently. Here, here she is explaining it. Uh, to Trevor Noah. But then the pragmatic side of it comes in, as you said. Mm -hmm. How do you pay for these? You know, you always see people coming in with economic arguments. Mm -hmm. And they say, look, these numbers don't really add up. You know, in order to get health care for everybody, this is what it would cost. Mm -hmm. That's going to be troubling. Even if you reverse the Republican tax deal, that's only going to make up 5% of what Mm -hmm. we need to pay for Medicare for all. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. how do you pay Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. education Mm -hmm. for all? How do you pay for all of these these ideas? So So, this is an an excellent, excellent question. Excellent, excellent question. There's a lot of back of the envelope stuff based on our values. So, for example, I sat down um, with a Nobel Prize economist last week. Pause it for a second. What a weird... The Nobel Prize economist. (laughs) (laughs) That was some movement going on there. That is really strange stuff. Hold on a second. So she sat down with a Nobel Prize economist. No, no. She sat down with a Nobel Prize economist. So she's got this thing figured out. But I, I'm so confused because, mm-hmm. no, you know what I am? I'm puzzled because Trevor Noah asked mm-hmm. her how she was going to pay for it. Yeah. And and when when uh, Jorge Ramos asked her that, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because it was an excellent, excellent question but here. The same question. But you're going to find out in a minute when oh. we play the Jorge thing. Yeah, it's not what she said oh, then. Sorry. But anyway, here there's more to <laughs> okay. what she had. She's going to explain With this to us. A Nobel Prize <laughs> economist last week. I can't believe I can say that. It's really weird. But, yeah, it's really um, weird. Yeah. But yeah. one of the things that we saw is if people pay their fair share, They're, if, if they corporations and the ultra-wealthy, okay. for example, yeah. as Warren Buffett likes to say, if he paid as much as his secretary oh, paid, stop 15%, it. if oh he paid gosh. a 15% tax rate, if Pause it uh, for a corporations second. Yeah. Yeah. paid... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can't believe that lie continues to this day. I, I, it, it is stunning to me that they continue to get away with the lie. As Warren Buff, Buffett says, if he paid as much as his secretary, mm-hmm. if he paid as much as his secretary, he'd be arrested because he pays. I, I don't know if you're aware of this. Even the capital gains he he pays probably on his uh on everything that comes in during the course of his year. And and that's what he makes his money on now because he's a big-time investor. So he makes a lot on capital gains. Now, it's a different... You're, you can't compare yeah. income tax to capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. But even if you did, it's far more than what his stupid secretary pays. Yeah, 15% of a million is more than 15% of 40,000. I don't know if you're aware of that. Your, your Warren Buffett fact, oh. it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Let it go. Yeah, it's not a thing. <laughs> You're comparing apples to oranges. You can't do that. Mm. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so if everybody pays their fair share, read, yeah, we're going to tax the wealthy to make this happen. Okay, well, we're already doing that. Yeah, we're, we're going to do it more. 
they need to pay their fair share. They're not paying their fair share. So 1% of the population's fair share is more than 50% of the ta- of the burden cuz that's they're paying something like 1% pays it's, it might not be 30 per, 50%. It's around 30% of the entire burden. 1% of people pay 30% of the load. I'm sorry, that's more than fair share. Way more. But let's hear her explanation here. If corporations and the ultra wealthy, mm-hmm. for example, ultra. as for example, Warren Buffett likes to say, yeah, if oh, he just, paid as uh, much as his secretary paid, 15%, if he paid a 15% tax rate, <laughs> if uh, corporations paid, uh, mm. we. If we reversed the, the tax bill, but when raised our, our corporate tax rate to 28%, which is not even as high as it was before, right. um, if, we, if we do those two things and also close some of those loopholes, that's $2 trillion right there. That's $2 trillion in 10 years. And it's why, in 10 one of the years. Stop it for a second. <laughs> Think of that. That's $2 trillion right there. It costs $3.3 trillion every year. And she says it, it brings in $2 trillion in 10 Where's the rest of it coming from? <laughs> it's amazing. Well, she did it on the back of an envelope. Yeah, I mean, this is back of the envelope stuff. Let's, let's hear some more back of the envelope Pulse. stuff. That's $2 trillion right there. Right there. That's $2 trillion right in 10 years. And mm-hmm. sure. it's why, one of the wide estimates mm-hmm. is that it's going to take 3 to $4 trillion to transition us to 100% renewable energy economy. Yeah. So okay. we got $2 trillion per, per from folks paying their fair share, which they were not sure. paying oh my before oh, the Trump tax bill. Right. They weren't, no, like... They weren't paying that before the Trump tax bill. If we get people to pay, to pay their fair share, that's two trillion in ten years. Now, if we implement oh a carbon tax on top oh. of that, so oh. that we can transition and, and financially wow. incentivize people away from fossil fuels, uh-huh. if we implement a carbon tax, sure. that's an additional amount of, um, of of a large amount of revenue that we can have. And then the last key, which is extremely, extremely important, is reprioritization. Just last year, we gave the military a $700 billion uh-huh. uh, ta- uh, budget increase, which they didn't even no. ask for. No, that They're was their like, entire budget, not a budget increase. fighter jet. She like, didn't even know what like, she's talking about. Don't give us another nuclear bomb. You know? right. uh. they, they didn't even ask for it, and we gave it to them. And so. Wow. She is a nightmare. She has just enough information to be wildly dangerous. She doesn't understand how the economy works, how taxation works, how to pay for things. What is the what does it even mean the point of purchase is going to cost nothing? So, okay, well, somebody's paying for it somewhere along the along the line, right? Mm-hmm. And her tune changed from that interview to this one that she did on this on a stoop of somebody's somebody's stairs. <laughs> They're hanging out on the stoop, she and Jorge Ramos. And he asked her the same question. Now keep in mind when Trevor Noah asked the question, how are you going to pay for it? It was an excellent, excellent question. Here's what she says this time. So so I have ten big ideas. There you have. I have okay. my I have my list. Okay. Okay, so can we go by yeah, one, let's one by do one? It. Let's do it. All right, all right. Okay, so <clears throat> Number 10. <laughs> Countdown. Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. Is it too expensive? No. No. People often say, like, how are you going to pay for it? Mm-hmm. And I find the question so puzzling because... <laughs> okay, stop it for a second. Some- okay, now it's 
so puzzling. Uh-huh. I mean, first of all, it was an excellent, excellent question. Now it's just so puzzling because, like, it's so easy. You just pay for it. Like, you know, like, I'm just, you're going to pay for it. That's all. All right, let's hear the rest. And I find the question so puzzling because how do we have you pay no audio for something all that's of a more affordable? Uh, is it, okay, how do you pay for cheaper rent? How do you pay for You just pay for it. <laughs> we're paying more now. <laughs> you just pay for it. It's not that, our, that we're saying this whole system is free. Okay, it's saying right. it is free of cost at the point of service. At so that means that you're not yeah. delaying going to the dentist. Okay. You're not you money. because yeah. you don't have the cash at the point of service. I see. Number nine. Wow. Okay, okay stop it there for a second. Okay. It's fixed, man. It's fixed. It's fixed. What do you need? In other words, the people who are using the healthcare aren't actually paying. They're not paying for it. Somebody else is. You know the wealthy I was talking about? They're going to finally pay their fair share. And they're going to pay for every doctor visit that person makes. <laughs> so, you just pay for it. You just have the wealthy pay for it. But That's how, all. How does that save money, though? Well, because the other person is not paying for it. So it saves them money. <laughs> what, what do they care where the money's coming from? It's not coming from them. Uh, what if I take it from you and give it to them? Well, then it's cheaper for them, right? Wait. That was cheap. Because you're not... That seems to be... It's, it seems to actually be what she's saying. Uh-huh. Because when you show up at the doctor, yeah. <clears throat> you don't make any payment. That's free. That's yeah. like... A, come on. That's free. <clears throat> That's cheaper than what we're doing now. Because now you have a co-payment. Or if, if you know, depending on your insurance, you pay the whole thing and get reimbursed. That's not going to happen anymore. So it's a huge savings. <laughs> what? So wait, that's, yeah, that's because huge. they pay at the point of service. Right. But if it's paid for later. Later by somebody else. Then it's cheaper? Then it's cheaper. Yeah. But all you did was build, build somebody. You build somebody else. But see, that's the beauty of it. The person who's getting the treatment, didn't. they didn't pay for it. So it is cheaper to them. I, don't, I, mean, I think that's her logic, I isn't it? Like, I don't like her back of the envelope uh, math. I don't either. It really sucks. <laughs> it really does. Mm-mm. That is, uh, well, I mean, she's a socialist, so of course she thinks this is fine. And yeah, boy, the government is going to pay for it. When she gets excited, those eyes get big oh, yeah, and they bright. Do. Oh, my goodness. Well, been a- how'd she get elected? Uh-huh. Yeah, those eyes get big and bright. Big and bright those eyes. big brown eyes. No, uh, what was this? Uh, Mm-hmm. Someone tweeted this out yesterday. Well, this has been making the rounds. Um, Cortez just booked uh, plane tickets to Seattle. She says she can't wait to get to work in Washington. <laughs> That's funny. That's a thinking man's That's, meme uh, there. It's funny. I like it. <clears throat> I like that. All right. Now, Jorge yeah. wasn't totally satisfied with her explanation because, first of all, it's it's an asinine explanation of how are you going to pay for this. So then he asked about our other big program, and that's free college for everybody. How do you pay for that? <laughs> Number nine, tuition free public universities for all. Mm-hmm. Who, who pay for that? Who pay for that? So who pays we for that? already pay for tuition free K through 12. And in the That's same not- way that we made a decision as a country to say uh-huh. we need to educate people to yeah. a 12th grade level, right. our economy has evolved, and that means we need to make the decision to educate people to a trade school or collegiate level. So we can afford that. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. She still didn't say how. Does it matter? It, her, her answer to how do we pay for that is, well, we we're already paying for a K through 12. Yep. Okay, but we can't afford that. Now you're going to add a university uh, payment to that as well, tuition for everybody, which by the way is going to cost a heck of a lot more than what we're paying for K through 12. So, so the first thing, the Medicare for all, 
don't even worry about that. The people, the poor people don't pay. Somebody else will. So we can afford that. And then on the people going to college, they're not paying either. Somebody else will. So that's fine as well. Don't even worry about it. And by wow. the way, Trevor Noah, to his credit, I don't think it was in the clip that, that we had there, but he says um, to her, even if you repeal the Trump tax cut, then you only pay for 5% of Medicare for all. Wow. Did he make that point? Yes. I'm like, wow, good for you. I, and she said, what? I need another envelope <laughs> to scratch these numbers out on. I mean, how many Wait, let me get together with my Nobel Prize winning cannabis. We'll talk about that again because, you know, it's good stuff. I'm actually speaking to Nobel Prize winning economists now. I'm waiting for her first C-SPAN uh, speech from the well. You know, when she now, is that before the... or after her inauguration? Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. And the bill signing ceremony she's going to be holding. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, this portion of the Packray Unleashed program brought to you by Home Title Lock. Now, Glenn had a program on a couple of weeks ago. About home, home title fraud, where an, a f- retired FBI agent who now works for Home Title Lock showed just how easy it is, and it was, to steal the title to Glenn's home. They're all stored online, so it's not that, it's not that tough to get access to them. And then they just transfer your information and forge your signature. And then they take the new document, which shows that they own your house, to another bank and take out a home equity loan. And then you get the bill. <laughs> it's not it's a great system you know like a, for them it's like, like ocasio cortez's yeah, system <laughs> hey it's cheap to them they're not paying your loan somebody else is <laughs> you <laughs> it's a sucker great, i i find it puzzling all these people who say well how do i pay for that home equity loan well you they're not you are <laughs> silly <laughs> so yeah, if you don't want to get stuck with this, as soon as I found out this was a thing, I knew I had to have home title lock. If you own a home, if you own rentals, or maybe you have elderly parents who aren't thinking about this kind of stuff, get them home title lock. For pennies a day, home title lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And then if anything starts to happen, they can shut it down. In fact, your home's title might already be compromised, and you can find out with a quick sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com. Sign up for your free title scan and report. That's a $100 value right there. You get that for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. Have that peace of mind in your life. HomeTitleLock.com. If only there was a way... To do like a uh, socialist title lock, just lock out these socialists out of our out of our process forever. Socialists and communists, <laughs> sorry, we're gonna lock you out. And the second we detect your ridiculous policies, we're gonna get on it and shut it down. Yeah, can we do that? Is that is that a new sponsor? Apparently not yet. No. Socialist lock? No, we're gonna have to work on that. Okay, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, just to finish off the show with some fun today, because everything's been absolutely mind-numbingly insane. Been a crazy day for news. Uh, 
Keith likes to bring these little animal stories. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. I probably play about one one hundredth of the ones he brings because every day it's like, <laughs> see, it's, I like it's animals. Really good. Animals are cute, uh-huh. cuddly yeah. stuff. So this one is a uh, mama bear and a baby bear. Yes, walking up like a uh, sandy look hill. No, it's up a snow. Oh, snow covered, snow covered hill. Look, look over there. The oh, mama, there it is. The yeah. Blaze TV. You got the mama bear leading the baby bear up the side of this. Straight up, the sheer. Oh, and Mama Bear of, just slipped down she's, she's quite a okay. bit. She's okay. She's got it. Look, she's tough. And yeah, she's, she's like, done it a time or two. Baby Bear thought he was going to win to the top, and then Mom's like, "I don't think so." And so she outpaces him. She gets to the top of this uh, mountain, this rock face that's covered in snow. She's doing really well. Yeah, look at that. Getting right on up. Baby Bear. Oh, meanwhile, oh, oh whoa! whoa. Baby Bear slipped down the snow. Slipped down. Oh no! I oh, hate to see goodness. that happen. And so then they just continue because uh, you can't give up. I mean, baby bear. And down he goes Oh, no, come on, man. What is up? He goes way down the side. Mama bear's at the top just looking down at him. She's like, are you for real, kid? He's a dude. Just come come on. on. Get up here. You're a bear. He just keeps going. Ah! (laughs) He just is Ah! (laughs) Oh, he found. Okay, so now he slides over to dry ground. All right, here we go. We got this. We got this. And then... uh, you know, uh, he starts the ascension again, uh, yep. and um, this and goes on for 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 quite a while. Now he's back on the snow. Back on the snow because he ran out of dry ground. And then, is there a culmination? Do we ever we see what becomes of this? Okay, so here we go. He's getting near the so, top. I think I can. I think I can. There's about baby three, bear. Three quarters of the way there, right now. This is a long climb for this guy mm-hmm. or girl. And look what happens! Finally, baby bear gets to the top. Runs off into happiness with the mommy. Oh, that's adorable. It is adorable. You know it is. The Blaze TV, bringing you adorable animal videos. Yeah, we definitely needed to see that. Don't act like what, you love what, it. What is just off camera here is there were there were bear hunters waiting uh, about 50 yards to the side, and they were both shot in the head as they galloped off. I mean, that may or may not have happened. I can't say it didn't. <laughs> Because I wasn't no, there. No, that would have been very, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> As with Russian dash cam videos, yeah. it used to be the case. No one was ever harmed in nope. the making of a Russian dash cam video. No bears were harmed in the making of this one either. So that's it's good, good to know. Yeah. Rest easy tonight. It's an important part. The important part of the story. We wouldn't show it if, if, if it had a bad ending on these videos. Right. Because that would just ruin your day. Uh, 888-933-93. So... Uh, we've got uh, got the senior Democrats indicating that impeachment of President Trump is looming. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi is trying to calm everybody down and say, eh, I don't think we'll spend time on that because we're going to lose the election in 2020 if mm-hmm. we do. It's going to be fascinating. We'll get into this a little bit tomorrow. It's going to be fascinating to see which faction of the Democrat Party wins out in that fight. That is going to be something else. And if it's the rabid left... And Trump going yeah. at each other? Yeah. Look Unstable out. country for two years. That's for sure. All right. See you tomorrow here on Pac Ray Unleashed.